Hello everyone, it's Curtis Reitzel and Matt Reitzel with the Wealth Building with a Purpose show. The place where we talk about everything real estate with a special focus on wealth building. Let's ride. What's going on everybody? It's Curtis Reitzel with the Wealth Building with a Purpose show. How's everybody doing on this awesome Sunday? So today's episode is going to be recapping um, the the episode we posted yesterday of our cousin Kevin Reitzel and the interview that we did with him for our meetup group, the Tri-City Real Estate Investor Club. And I just wanted to highlight some of the big ahas uh, that I kind of took away from it and I felt like you... I would probably get the most value out of. So I'm going to go through this and uh, um, go through a few major highlights from yesterday's podcast. So if you haven't listened to it, it's the one that we posted yesterday, the interview with Kevin Reitzel, about an hour long. An amazing interview, wealth of knowledge. Kevin is just so awesome. I'm just going to hop on here and highlight a few things that I, I really enjoyed um, and some and some ahas that I had and I thought I would share. So when we asked what's what's one of the biggest failures you see with investors, um, his answer was not sticking with it. And I thought that was interesting because when you think about real estate and when you think about building wealth in real estate, at the end of the day, it is like it's boring. Like long term wealth building is very boring and he related to the the CEO and founder of our company Gary Keller um he's a CEO and founder of um of Keller Williams and he's a billionaire and he related to Gary Keller how Gary Keller says to be successful it's boring and what he meant by that is every day you got to do pretty much the same thing in and out and it's boring and he, Kevin was pretty much relaying the point because at the end of the day, building wealth in real estate is really boring because you buy a property, you do your thing, you rent it out, you hold it, you collect cash flow, you pay down debt, it goes up in value and it's boring. And his biggest failures that he sees with his investor clients and, and with himself as well is that he didn't stick with it as much as he could have stuck with it, meaning that he let a few years pass by where he held, you know, 10 or 15 properties and that's great. And he could have bought more and he didn't for whatever reason. He got comfortable. He got complacent a bit. Um, now I'm kind of putting, you know, words in Kevin's mouth right now. I would just imagine that's what happened where, you know, cause he reached an awesome level of success and, he didn't get more involved when he could have got more involved because it got boring and he just didn't focus on buying more properties. Maybe when he could have, it took his wealth to another level. And one of the biggest successes that he sees with investors is that they stick with it because any investing vehicle or any business that you get into The power is sticking with it. That's the power is looking up in 10 years and you're still in the business. 
you're still making moves, you're still investing, you're still making acquisitions. Like that's one of the biggest successes that he sees with investors is sticking with it for the long term. And one of the biggest failures is not sticking with it. And I just thought that was really, really interesting because Kevin has a way of just simplifying investing in real estate to such a basic level. And one of the things that I really like that he says is that you have to invest your money somewhere. So if you look at all the investment vehicles, you're going to have to invest your money somewhere. So whether that's stocks, mutual funds, private real estate, public real estate, businesses, whatever it is, lending your money, whatever, whatever vehicle that it is, you're going to have to invest your money unless you just want to sit on cash. (laughs) You're going to have to invest your money somewhere. And he always makes it really simple to say, well, when we analyze all the investment, all the investment options out there, real estate just tends to be the best investment. Now, Humans in general, and I speak for myself on this for sure, we get bored because we we see a shiny object, we go squirrel mode, and we look over to another potential investment vehicle. And even though that vehicle might be a valid vehicle, we forgot that, hey, we've built a lot of wealth in real estate. Why don't we continue to build more wealth in real estate? And he just has a way of making it really simple and breaking it down to say, well, real estate is a good way to invest your money. Why don't we just stick with it for the long haul? And I really like that. Another highlight that I got out of the meetup yesterday and interviewing him in front of our meetup members is change the way you look at things and the things you look at change because of the changing markets because of what's happened in Kitchener-Waterloo and our local market where a lot of our investors invest. You know, prices have gone up a bunch in the past few years and opportunities look a little bit different, meaning single family property that an investor might've bought a few years ago is a little bit more tight on numbers now. Um, I really liked the change the way you look at things and the things you look at change quote that Kevin always says, because there's opportunities in every market. We just need to be able to dissect and figure out how to find those opportunities. And an example that he had was, well, maybe you now buy a bungalow, a single family bungalow, convert it into two units, increase the value, get higher rents. And maybe we do that because the single family route that we did before might not make as much sense. And I just really like that because in every market, as we move through and as we age, markets change. Different investment opportunities within that market might come and go. And it's our our duty as investors to figure out what opportunities are there in the market. So whether that's you know converting a bungalow to a duplex or going in and buying a five unit you know like a fiveplex and upping the rents doing that whatever it may be we just need to figure out those opportunities and 
be able to use our mind to change the way we look at things and things we look at change. I just really enjoyed the overall thought process with Kevin on he's really focused on the quality of tenant in the property. And I really enjoyed that because at the end of the day, it's all about quality of tenant. It's all about what kind of tenant are you going to have in that property? Because at the end of the day, if you have great tenants, your portfolio is going to do really well. If you have bad tenants, your portfolio is not going to do so well. Your investment real estate is not going to do so well. And I really liked how he always takes the approach when analyzing properties. His main thing that he asks himself is, could I live here? And he's married. So he, he asked, could I, could I live here with my wife if I had to? If life happened, could I move into this property that I'm thinking about buying? He's not gonna. He just asked himself the question, could he? And if the answer is no, then he won't buy it. And I really like that because if if he's not gonna get himself as a tenant, then what kind of tenant is he gonna get? And that's just one way of looking at it. He's really desiring to have a tenant that's like him, that goes to work, does well, pays his bills. That's the kind of tenant that he wants to attract. So by asking himself the question, what kind of tenant am I going to get here? Could I live here myself? He kind of then increases his chances of having an amazing tenant. And I thought that was brilliant. And that's something that he's taught us because he's a real estate agent on our team and we work with him every day. That's something that he taught me and my brother when we got in the business is it's all about that quality of tenant and buying a property that attracts an amazing quality of tenant. And that's, that's one of the most important keys because when we get called to investors' properties because they're having issues – like 99% of the time, it's tenant issues. It's tenant communication issues. I mean, issues. It's tenants aren't paying the rent or tenants aren't doing this. or it's just, it's just kind of politics in a way. And it's because a lot of these investors are buying properties that don't attract the greatest quality of tenant. So I really like that approach because when when we're analyzing deals and when investors are thinking about buying more properties, a lot of them can get kind of so focused on the numbers and the numbers are extremely important. They can get really focused on the numbers, the returns, the cash flow. All this stuff is extremely important because the reason why we invest in real estate is numbers, net worth, cash flow to increase it. I just really like the approach, how he thinks about the quality of tenant, and he thinks about who's going to be living in my properties. And he really takes that into effect before he makes an offer and does a purchase, which I really like that because, excuse me, if you can have a great quality of tenant, then the chances of you having an amazing experience and growing your wealth and buying more properties increases by having a great quality of tenant you you're really minimizing your risk 
and you're going to build a lot of wealth in real estate. And I really like that approach to it. Overall, Kevin has a very simple way of looking at investing and he kind of uses the no-brainer approach to buying properties, putting 20, 25% down, mortgaging the rest, having the tenants pay off the asset. You look up and now you have a paid off asset and your your down payment grew to a bigger number. I just like how simple he says, because worst case scenario, you buy a $300,000 property, you put $60,000 down, you put 20% down, and you amortize it over 30 years, you turn 60000 into 300000 And the property just doesn't go up in value at all. That's pretty cool. Like, that's a pretty cool approach to think about it like that because you're leveraging debt. And I really like that approach because he always says, well, worst case scenario, whatever I buy doesn't go up in value. And I turn my down payment into the purchase price over the over the term of the mortgage, the whole term, the tenant pays off the debt. So I'm winning through debt pay down. And then he always says, well, more than likely in 30 years, it's going to be worth more. So that $60,000 on that $300,000 purchase It'll probably be worth fifty I mean five hundred thousand or four hundred thousand, whatever, in thirty years. It's gonna be worth more. So then I'm gonna win on appreciation. And then during that whole game, I'll be getting cash flow. And then once the mortgage is paid off, now I'm gonna be getting a lot of cash flow because now I'm not servicing any debt. So those are the highlights from our meetup from Kevin Reitzel yesterday. So remember. Make sure that you stick with it for the long haul. Real estate is a long-term game. And make sure that over the lifetime of buying your investment properties, you get as involved as you can to continue to buy more properties and get to a point where you have the cash flow that's covering your expenses to then you can get out of the rat race. So overall, make sure that you stick with it and over the long haul, make sure that you're involved. Keep it simple. Think about the quality of tenant that you're going to have in the investment property. And those are really the highlights from the meetup from yesterday. I would highly recommend checking out the episode. It's about an hour long wealth of knowledge. Kevin has a really humorous way of explaining everything. Just wanted to thank Kevin for for coming to our meetup yesterday and sharing his thoughts. You guys have yourself an awesome Sunday and we'll talk soon. Bye.